Hi, I'm Nathan. I'm playing Anep Ra, the monster hunter. Hi, I'm JD. I'm playing Ukaz Kozaked, the skirmisher. Hi, I'm Ryan. I'm playing Bail Vumar, the channeler. And I'm Zach, your dungeon master for this series. And this is Chimera Cast, a Dungeon World actual play podcast. Feel free to follow us at Chimera Cast on Twitter and Instagram. Did I say Twitter? Twitter. at it again this i'm i'm gonna be running this series i'm really excited to change it up and have the boys go on a little adventure amongst the bloody pearl for now we're gonna do our traditional standard episode zero so nathan why don't you start us off talk a little bit about anapara who you're playing his background and obviously the we want the simple and silly stuff too what he looks like and you know uh the 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 those main descriptors all right so i'm playing anapara as you just said Anep Ra last showed up in Series 3, Ryan's campaign. He was the librarian associated with Nelsk. And in the last game, that uh, in my game, The Sun's Very Holland, we had talked about, flippantly, somebody had said, what happened to the librarian? Oh, he must be dead. That's a shame. I liked him. And I was like, well, what if he's not? The scale of Zaffir went down in the, the final battle of Series 3, and I have decided that he washed ashore and was stuck on that specific island in the Tahook chain. What was there a name for that island, Ryan? I don't recall. Uh, I don't think so. If I, I probably had one for it, but my notes are long gone for that. <laughs> that's, so. that that's more than fair. And, 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 <laughs> I just moved, and who God only knows where they ended up in the moves. So. More, than, more than fair, and Anepra wouldn't know them either. But Anepra at the time was a spindly uh, opium or as we'll call it, Dream Lotus Addict, who played Rooks with Nulsk and mapped out the ship's course. But he washed ashore after the ship went down and was left with only his wits to defend himself. And thus I play him as the Monster Hunter, or you may also find it online as the Slayer, by Anthony Giovanetti. JD, where did you get this That is book? a great question. I f- searched for a while, and it just showed up in a couple Reddit threads, and they all linked directly to a Google Drive. Yeah, that's basically and, where I got it. Yeah, it's 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 free online. We'll link you to it. I have a couple links we can point to. But it, it's a cool class. It's got some really neat things going on. A lot of people on those Reddit threads and such will say that it's quote-unquote overpowered. We've played with it before. It's not. Well, even outside really. of that, like it could be. But it's Dungeon who cares? World. <laughs> yeah, you want to. Exactly. If you want to break Dungeon yeah. World, it's pretty easy. Yeah, you yeah. want to break Dungeon World, <laughs> yeah, you yeah. can just do. that. I think that yeah, I think that the class is doing something that no other class is really like representing. It touches a little bit on the same kind of stuff that the that the Slayer from Grimworld does, but uh, it has it it explicitly has one of the same moves, i.e., right. tools of the trade. Yep. Yeah. But otherwise, it we, is essentially the Monster Hunter, the video game, the class, the playbook. Yeah. So I can get I can get readiness against a monsters, which allow me to do things. I can research monsters. I get bo- I get bonuses for that. I have a large backlog of knowledge about monsters. All this fits in for a librarian. But my favorite thing about this class is that you get grizzly trophies, which uh, when I slay a creature, I impart some of its power into a trophy, which allow me to use a non-magical move related to the monster's move list. And when we played it before, I don't know how Zach wants to interpret it. I'm not trying to speak for you at all. But if you do use this class, don't worry too much about the non-magical aspect of it. I think that that actually like limits it a little more than it needs to be. Yeah. It just just be fun and have it be single use or multi use, however you feel yeah. comfortable using it. Exactly. I mean, I I'm, I imagine the conversation held online about this being too powerful is that 
people interpret that aspect of it and give it just like dumb stat bonuses. Mm-hmm. I'd rather give you some, I think, more interesting narrativized mm-hmm. power, one-time use, things like that that I think could be really engaging. That's a yeah. lot of what we've done with it before. And there is explicitly a more powerful advanced move that lets you have like magical abilities that go with it. You I can think. make you can make weapons out of them. Yeah, I, maybe that's what it is. is that, there's is like some sick. really fucking sweet uh, advanced moves. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I'm a big, I'm a big fan of this, of this class. Uh, what Anapra himself looks like, he's an old man, and old, old for this time even, but older. You know, he's probably in his sixties. He's spindly and wiry, but now with like an old man strength of having to live off the land for a while. But listeners of series three may remember that Anapra had 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 lost his right arm at some point in an unspecified event. I didn't want Anep to start off missing an arm. That's a bad way to start a character in general, you know. And it's like, well, let's just think about other ways we could do this. Well, and more the- importantly, it does fly in the face of the, our, our brand, which is making you lose an arm. Yeah, we is, cut yeah. off arms yeah. Yeah. every time. <laughs> so, like, if you, can't just, you can't just not give me that to take. We cut off legs before, and that's never felt particularly great to do to people. No, yeah, legs have always needed magical remedying. <laughs> so, uh, an arm, you're like, yeah, this is, this is irreversible, more or less. And so the monster hunter has a um, curse, which is an origin you can take. A taint festers inside you. You are not so different from the monsters you hunt. The creatures of the night will not prey on you unless provoked. And how I'm going to interpret this is um, Anep was stranded on an island using only his wits and what tools he could fashion to survive. The specific island he was on was one of the last vestiges, an old temple of the elves, a place of power. The more time he spent there, the more transformed accordingly he became. And subsequently I have begun to become the island. My... Right arm is overgrown entirely with soil and grass. Part of my body, my right side, is grassy and soilless, earthen. I imagine him sleeping on his right side one day and pushing himself up, and it all just tearing off with him and not letting go. Other introductory moves, my drive is to protect the innocent, to destroy a threat to civilization purely for the sake of others. This didn't make a whole lot of sense, him being strictly a survivor, but Zach pointed out that we are going back south. Anepra himself is from the far south, a town, a river town named Kapir. And so I'm going to try to put that into his uh, personality that he feels a relationship to the area that we're in. Gear-wise, I get studded leather armor, which I may reinterpret as the the earthenness around me is giving me one yeah. one armor dungeon rations and my arsenal uh which is that same move that I have aforementioned with with the the overlay with the slayer if you uh listen to season 6 the move that Nulsk uses to try to get whale sausage I have <laughs> I fucking forgot about sure, that just a normal day in our our in Dungeon World campaigns yeah, that, that's too bad. <laughs> I have a barbed spear, bolas, and a rope dart, all of which crudely fashioned from rock, bone, and vine or or twine I made, using only know-how and probably my toes and my left hand mostly. So they're they're crude and hammered in awkwardly, pointing in weird directions. Anep looks like shit. He's scarred. What clothes he had are locked within like the earth around him and just hanging off him in strips. The actual things I chose were hard eyes, wild hair, a scarred body, and worn clothing. It has not been a good couple years for Anepra. Is there anything I've forgotten? Anything you guys, anything else I should point out? Talk. A, I've skipped around a little bit, unfortunately. Yeah, talk a little bit about the how the island became a part of you. What specifically do you mean? I mean, you didn't, you've talked about what your arm is made out of, but what is that actually like? physically look like was something that I was curious about. I'm imagining it being disproportionate to the rest of his body. Like there's this like kind of sagging to the rest of him as this overgrown, large, soilless, probably three fingered hand, like kind of like a prong, all made of grass and earth. Almost like a golem's hand, like an earth golem. Is it dirt or is it stone? Dirt. Okay. It's dirt and earth and grass. 
the grass for cool. in for some reason is like really important to me in my head that he's almost kind of furry. It's like green and furry. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, look at look is important, but I'm actually interested in the actual curse. Or is this something you want to reveal? I don't know. I'm not trying to be coy. I just um the curse itself isn't specific to me. It's more that the more time I was being spent there, the more I was being overtaken by the island is the idea. And so I'm my, it's consuming me. And it, even as you travel still. Yeah. It's interesting to me. As far as what actually occurred on the island, it I fought monsters. <laughs> I could probably come up with specifics, but I have none in my pocket. All right. Yeah. No, totally. It's, but the idea is, is the idea is that him surviving off of his wits and killing the grotesqueries of the island that are also similarly mutated by the magics of this place. Mm. Yeah, it's it's an enchanted place, more or less. It's like the kind of like reach you're going for mechanically it was a place of power right yeah but i suppose yes the curse itself i was getting at was that i was being consumed by the island i'm becoming one with the island awesome no that 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 all sounds sweet is uh, that is that good enough i wasn't i wasn't trying to be obtuse i just wasn't sure nope quite just, how to answer just wanted to ask jd or uh yep you know your name um <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes i am ukaz kozaked uh, I am a skirmisher. The skirmisher is one of my favorite playbooks. Uh, I say that a lot. I like a lot of playbooks. The skirmisher is in Grimworld, uh, which is chock full of tasty playbooks. Skirmisher's whole thing is that they pick someone that they're fighting alongside, and they get to make a bunch of little attacks, and those attacks add up. So it's basically death by a thousand cuts, the playbook. What other Grimworld playbooks we played? We've played the Necromancer, the Slayer, Battlemaster, Battlemaster. Battle well, we haven't played the Battlemaster on the. Oh no, we did. Yeah, we played the Battlemaster yeah. on the cast. I played the Battlemaster. Yeah. Is the Witch Grimworld? The Witch isn't Grimworld. Witch is not. Um, it's its own thing. We'll we haven't to, done the Shaman yet, people. and we haven't done the Channeler. Well, yeah, we no. have. We're about to. <laughs> we're we're about to. Uh, yes. Yeah. So Spoilers. yeah, we've done a lot of them. Um, Grimworld books are really good, in general. Like just in terms of like in terms of like a a single product that has. You know that you get your money's worth on like every one of those yes. those playbooks yeah. is playable, which is more than I can. There's say other about cool the stuff that we just don't use. Sorry, to talk about. There's other cool stuff that we just don't use. Like there's other races and stuff that if you want to like transfer a fifth edition game into Dungeon World or anything like that, it's there's yeah. so much in there that's like pretty much designed to port five e. There's really cool magic items in the back. I I yeah. I do think if we're here talking about Grimworld, we'd be remiss if we didn't point out the death mechanic. Oh sure, so in I, I think yeah. which, which is interesting. We don't play with it because I, it replaces I, because last breath. Yeah. yeah, and also the skirmisher one sucks. And the skirmisher one yeah, sucks. That's, that's actually the 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 real reason that I was like, man, no. Um, but yeah, yeah basically yeah. The, uh, there's a death mechanic or a death move. Instead of taking last breath when you die, you do this thing and it's usually a really powerful manifestation of your of your playbook that usually leaves like a lasting impression on the world, which is cool. And it also kind of makes the game a little more dangerous, which it's obviously going for with what with the whole grim thing. So yeah. uh, it works totally. And they have examples too for other playbooks um, and for the core mm-hmm. playbooks as well mm-hmm. in the book. So it's really cool. Uh, we don't use it just because we like last breath a lot and we like rolling it. Um, I think but. I think the the mechanic itself is to try to make people players not afraid to die. Yeah. Yes. We have no problem with no. that. Yes. Yeah. No. <laughs> Look forward fact, to it in fact. We wholeheartedly <laughs> embrace it. Yeah. So we seek it out. Yes. Yeah. But they're cool and just yeah. just to really sell you on Grimworld, there's a lot of really neat stuff there and it's recommended. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, JD, I didn't want to nope. totally derail you, but I'd forgotten what other Grimworld playbooks we'd Lots. Loads. Yeah, almost all of them. Um, just, just the Shaman missing after this, yeah. right? Which is so. a cool playbook, but... Yeah. 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 Oh, we'll definitely get there. Yeah. Uh, cool. So, yeah, I'm Ukaz Kozaked. I am a skirmisher. I have piercing eyes, a plumed helmet, light clothing, and a lithe body. Yeah. Ukaz Kozaked comes from a land that is geographically isolated by mountains and such. So they're kind of landlocked, but secluded. And they worship three deities that basically work to keep these people protected and safe and provide everything that they need. And it goes great as long as the stream of human sacrifices is maintained. 
So in order to provide for human sacrifice, like of worthy sacrifices, they don't they don't have any real cultural contact with the outside world. So they um, divide it into, into three different clans. Each one worships a different god. And then they have ritual wars where they capture kind of the those that are already considered uh, like holy or worthy. It's kind of a holy caste of which Ukaz Kozaked was part of. They capture each other in these ritual combats, and then they take them back to be sacrifices, sacrificed. And this benefits everybody because the three gods work in, in unity to keep everybody protected and safe. Part of this was that you, if you're part of this, selected for this holy cast at birth, you train. You don't do anything else your entire life. All you do is train for these holy wars, and you're basically considered above everybody else. But you're also don't get to have like a normal life. You're never going to like have more kids um, and you're doomed to die. Basically like you're already for the gods. You're marked for the gods. Ukazko's a kid basically was in the middle of a ritual war and ended up basically going toe to toe with this warrior that he did not like, um, but was a better fighter than he was. And Ukazko's a kid knew it. And so rather than just go and perform the ritual combat, which would lead to one of them getting captured and Ukaz Kozakhead knew that it would be him, he just kind of sucker punched the guy essentially and killed him. And this is a huge taboo because it basically means that I claimed someone's uh, soul for the gods. Like I claimed one of these, one of these divinely marked people for myself rather than properly sacrificing them for which I was cursed. Uh, which means that they were going to take my soul, remove it from my body. And I would have to like, just be a husk. I didn't want to do that, so I ran away, and now I'm here. Yeah. I guess the other important thing, Ukaz Kozaked is uh, he stands out in a crowd. So because it's ritual war, there's nothing sneaky about it. I like, I have beads that rattle when I walk. My plume is of a dyed horse hair, and it's huge. It, like, Do you guys know Raditz? from DBZ and how his hair, how his hair goes down, (laughs) like all the way past his knees. Like that's the plume for my helmet. It's like this big ass mane of dyed horse hair. My hair is dyed. I wear, I have like scars, um, mostly on my forearms and lower legs, um, from cuts. Uh, and they're like highlighted with makeup. Um, I wear like full body paint pretty much always. Like everything about him is very like, I have an idea. Yeah. This is a, a thing that my partner is a potter for the podcast. And there is a, I believe it's a Japanese tradition where in teapots, uh, you have one teapot for your entire life. And if it breaks, you refire it with gold luster to accentuate the cracks. And so if you do it, if you keep the, the pot long enough, which ideally you, sh- you will, you will have a, a newly decorated teapot after, you know, near the end of your life. And those can pass be passed down through generations. Hmm. And you mentioned you mentioned highlighting your scars. Yeah, I I was thinking per, perhaps not necessarily a magical or something like that, but what if their your wounds were sealed shut with some kind of garishness? Oh, it, like, like it, per, it like a, creates a, permanent, a color a permanent, like permanent. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it essentially like it gets tattooed onto you. Like they want to emphasize the scars rather than hide them. Because they're marks of, like, the number of ritual wars that I've been in, you know? Like, not, like, one-to-one, but it's, like, if you're covered, it means that you've been cut in a, in a ritual combat but have not been captured um, for sacrifice. So everything is meant to be emphasized. Everything is meant to attract the attention of the gods. And I still, con- like, I still consider myself holy, uh, even though I'm also cursed. So I continue my traditions. It's just elsewhere. I love it. Uh, I not to dwell too long on the scars. I just think they're really cool. But the the highlight and highlighting of them is permanent. It's not a because before you had suggested it was, or at least I had understood it to be like a makeup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean that was my original like idea of it. But I like the idea of them actually being tattooed, like essentially as part of the healing process. They like emphasize that. So like you know they they use colored uh, like ointments to as your healing to prevent infection, but it also like permanently stains the skin as it as it replenishes there is cool but then yeah like the rest of my paint like my face paint and stuff will change every day as i feel like it but it's always like loud and in your face and you know it's a little draggish it, yeah. it, is this that's, like that's really fun actually yeah. i really like that is yeah, it yeah. so it's kind of traditional like you you get up every morning and yeah yeah it's apply. like it's like part. i mean part of it is the fact that you know i don't like we as the holy cast don't have jobs like we don't do anything other than ritual and so like yeah we are 
we are marked apart and we're like as we walk through society we're like marked this way so yeah we all use bright makeups and stuff yeah but it's not like it's not like a singular like this is what it looks like every day like it's just whatever you feel like doing but oftentimes it's going to emphasize like features of my face um so it could go like finn balor like giant mouth kind of thing it could go like spider-man big eyes kind of thing like it, you but know. It's, it's a it's a style that's all operating in the same kind of palette. Yeah. But but they're not always the same. Right. Cool. Sick. I am ex- super excited. And you said it's always a little. It's rather it's a little dragish. Yeah. Like I mean, it's meant to emphasize like your own bodily features, but to a garish extent, right? To a hyper exaggerated extent. I love that. Fantastic. I think we got a fair bit of that. I don't have any questions right now. But all right, Ryan. You got well, real real quick. You got like skirmisher moves you want to highlight. I guess you kind of explain oh, yeah, what sir. it did. Uh, I mean, the the cool uh, one is the opportunity strike. So basically, you yeah. pick you pick what's called your fulcrum, which is also a move, and then you have opportunity strike, which basically says whenever your fulcrum, whoever you're partnered with, whenever they either make an attack and deal damage, or if they take damage, I also get to make an attack. So the skirmisher's damage is just a d6, which is really low for a martial focused class. But the idea is that I just get to attack a lot. So it adds up over time. Yeah, man. What kind of what what gear do you have? If you if you said before what your weapons uh, are, I do I not actually. Remember. So I have um, uh, I carry two big old spears and a fine bow. A fine bow. Yep, Ooh. that's what it says. Tell me more about this fine bow. Uh, it's just nice. It's just hella. It's just hella oiled. Yeah, my spear is nice too. You know, but. That's kind of the idea. Well, they're 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 taken care of, I assume. Well, uh, um, if you spend time making your like doing your face paint, do you spend time? Uh, given that you're you're part of your garishness and what makes you special, or your is your your battle prowess? Yeah. Do you redecorate the bow every day to match your makeup? That's <laughs> yeah. so. Cool. You have like a, a yeah. bag of yeah, shit that you you can use to like decorate the different string colored, and like, stuff. Streamers and tethers that are on yeah, there. yeah yeah that's, that's pretty, pretty sick. fun actually. Oh, you're gonna you're gonna walk around looking like Ultimate Warrior. Yeah. Well you're, you're, or yeah I was or, already like, there's a little this, Rufio yeah. in there for sure. Yeah, yeah. I forgot. I every once in a while somebody reminds me that Rufio is a thing and then I'm like <laughs> I was I was so working at Halloween this year and somebody came in dressed as Rufio and everybody started chanting Rufio it was amazing that's, <laughs> yeah that's as 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 the lord intended yeah. but I like I like this character a lot because I when you had described him originally I didn't imagine a queen and yeah. that's kind of what I'm imagining now yeah. it's like that's yeah, and I mean, like, I, I kind of had the idea that, you know, like, the, the the holy cast can be either, you know, any gender. They can be from any other caste in society. Like, they are set apart, but part of it is this, like, this out loud, you know, um, declaration of that at all times. Because they're supposed to be, like, watched by the gods at all times. Moving yeah. on? Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, so uh, I'm playing Bail Vulmar. Uh, he's the Chandler class. So, Bale is from the city of Ka, which is featured in two off-air games. So, I'm going to give a quick kind of rundown of what happened and then how he fits into all of that. Bale has not been in any off-air games. but So, Ka is a city that is afflicted with a curse that those especially who spend time, it's sort of in a bowl or a valley. So very rich people live on the top of the valley. And the the poorer you are, the further towards the bottom you live. And sort of emanating from the bottom of this valley is a curse that slowly turns those afflicted into gold. So over time, we in our first game, Tarhunas and Karul were joined by some companions in overthrowing the elected government of the city of Ka. And the Ashkashari Empire took it over. In our second game, a group of semi-Ashkashari agents uh, sort of got to the bottom of the Curse of Gold. And one of them, who was an agent for Pythia, used the Gold Curse to open a gate to Pythia in the city of Ka. Pretty much destroying Ka. Not pretty much, absolutely. Absolutely, I mean, yeah. Yeah, a gate to hell was ripped open yeah. at the middle center of the city. Ka is gone. See the beyond. <laughs> yes. So, uh, Bale was a sort of mid-level street gang boss who, uh, when Tarhunas and Cruel rolled through, their first move was to like start taking over the street gangs. And sort of they formed their own private army. And... 
seeing the writing on the walls, Bale and his wife pieced out. Yeah, so over time, over the, the like intervening years, Bale just sort of became a, a, a farmer. And uh, eventually his wife passed. And his, uh, his vow to his wife was that he was going to make the world a better place than he found it. So you're saying this man, up until this point, had basically like the best redemption arc of a of any character we've ever played. Yeah, like, and now it's gonna he get was a extremely thug. fucked exactly. up. I just yeah, wanted yeah. to I just wanted to take a pause to accentuate that. Like that, like this is Red Dead Redemption roll, Three. Roll the credits, yeah. <laughs> and you're like, roll the credits now. Roll it now before you can go do nope, anything. It's else. gonna but, go for too long. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, it's better to burn out than to fade yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. Uh yeah, so yeah, I mean he basically is the guy from Red Dead Redemption Two. Well, we'll see. We'll see how this game goes. <laughs> but so so far, where we find him is that is his still his goal. He's like an itinerant, wandering do-gooder. His channeling powers. He from coming up through like the as a street tough, his knuckles got really busted up from just beating the shit out of people, and so he he is afflicted with the gold curse, and his knuckles are all gold, which is going to be become important in a minute. Um. But yeah, he's a, a channeler, which is something that he's had to keep a secret. So the the element that he can channel is stone. And then uh, part of the channeler is you have an emanation point that it comes from. And his emanation point is these golden knuckles. That's where his powers originate from. Real quick, so if you have golden knuckles, you can't extend your fingers. Uh, I was thinking more like just still on the dermis. He's keeping it in check. So, I, so I'm not, I, no, I'm no, not no, no, trying no. to limit. It's things. a good. It's curious. a good. Uh, so I can take damage because of my powers. So my thought was that damage, the way it manifests, is that it spreads. And so he, yeah, yeah, because stone is his element. He can like force it back eventually, but yeah. Motif, Zach. Curse. Motifs. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, curse. <laughs> I, I think yeah, you we're mean literally curse. all all curse. <laughs> Curse. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna whenever anyone rolls a six minus curse. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, so uh uh Bale has kind eyes, uh a tattooed scalp, but he has like short bristly hair that he's like grown over to kind of hide these prison tattoos essentially. What are, what are the tattoos? Uh I don't know. I didn't think that Give me, uh, Are they gang tattoos? I think they're like yeah, they're Probably something sort of like uh, Yakuza tattoos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You like a dragon on your head? Otherwise, I'm imagining Bam Bam Bigelow. I don't know who that is. I'm assuming it's some wrestling bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird that you would put bullshit after that. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't feel like bullshit was necessary. But, but yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's like probably a... I'm trying to think of a mythical creature that's not a uh, dragon. Oh, I think it's a big phoenix that comes. God damn it! Uh, that was what was in my head, and I was like, "Because it's like one of the sweet? symbols of the yeah. the city." Yeah, the phoenix. Yeah, yeah, right here, too sweet me. Yeah, um, um, is that like a? Does that come from like a Native Sons kind of shit? Oh, it like, probably is like a blood uh, thank, Sons of the Soil kind God of movement. I, yeah. Thank God I die a true ka I. Yeah. Whatever the fuck. <laughs> I think it is ka I, yeah. I don't. <laughs> Anyways, uh, please continue. Yeah, he wears uh pretty sturdy traveling clothes and he keeps a belt with like pouches and stuff slung over one shoulder that's got all of his mason's tools i think that's like he's an itinerant stonemason so he goes and like helps rebuild people's houses and stuff and then he's got like that in shape out of shape 1950s guy kind of like uh captain kirk or uh <laughs> i love it <laughs> now i'm not it so but it's much. like every that's just out of shape. <laughs> yeah, that's recently out of shape. <laughs> he's in shape for the 50s. Yeah, 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 yeah. There we go. He's funny and strong. <laughs> I, was, I mean, I, I get what you're saying, but like it's Captain Kirk being the first person you say it. It's like famously paunchy Captain Kirk. Well, that he's... But Captain Kirk in the show has a paunch and also kicks ass. Oh, no, he's great. So that's, that's, that's what I meant of yeah. like, yeah, he's like s- strong, but he... He's, you know, he's a drinker. Yeah. Um, yeah, his alignment is good, which for the channeler, that means uh, use your conduit to help someone at cost to your body. Conduit is just shorthand for your magical powers. 
Yeah. Uh, I got three healing potions, a big mason's hammer, like a one-handed uh, hammer, and then I have smelling salts and one antitoxin. Hell yeah. Smelling salts I thought were like uh, kind of a cool... I don't know if I've ever seen that in a playbook before, but I'm assuming That's it's a Grimworld thing. the only thing. one I know, yeah. 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 I, does it say might, what they do? No, might have to get out I, my Grimworld. I literally assume that they allow Wait, someone to you, kip up yeah. if yeah. they get knocked yeah, yeah. out. It's like, yeah, get back up. It's cool. Yeah, yeah I like that, yeah, actually. Because yeah. um, it, it, taking taking someone out of the action is totally a move you can make, right? It's yeah, just like, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to try and undo that. It's like, oh, oh well, sweet. Fair, fair yeah, cool. that's It's going to be the yeah. thing where I totally forget, and I'm like, yeah, you're taken out of the action, and Ryan's just like, actually, oh, these smelling salts. Ten sessions later, these smelling salts finally come <laughs> in useful. I guess a couple other important notes Yes. Uh, for the channeler. I can summon an elemental, which that's just what like their flagship move, kind of. But I also get techniques that I get to design uh, for my channeler. Uh, so his first one is stone shields, which are like floating plates of stone that hover around him. They have the barrier tag and the hazard tag. Can you only cast them around yourself? Yes. Uh, there's another move that lets you extend it to other folks. Cool. Oh, no, I can I can cast it around whoever. They just give whoever uh, plus one armor, and they make like the area around them hazardous. I have Earth Wave, which is Blast, which is like a close-range move, and it has the Forceful Tag. And then I have Granite Spike, which is a projectile and has two piercing. So then I, I have to roll to use these, but those are like my spells. Okay, uh, cool. Uh, we So Bonds, Flags, definitely something important to do, but uh, I kind of want shift to a, shift a little bit. And because you know forming forming bonds, you have a little bit of e uh, of each other in your minds. But I also want to give you the context with with which we're going to find ourselves in session one. All of you have found yourself traveling far away from your homelands uh, in search of something, or perhaps uh, because you need to escape something. And I I think I I we understand Anapra, uh, but if you have anything you want to particularly highlight, I assume you were picked up. On the island. I was going to position that I was picked up by a slaver. Explicitly, you were. You all were picked up by slavers. We all were picked up by slavers. Yep. His name is NG. And the context with which you were picked up by slavers is to say that uh, it is not as as people who might be indentured in, in the more traditional sense. There, there is trouble in the, the country of Paru. And he is looking for strong, odd people to help the capital. So I assume you you were picked up on that island. You had slain everything in sight, and were basically the la- the last living thing when when that ship pulled up on the beach. That's fun. I hadn't really thought of Anapra as like as I obviously the monster hunter, right? That's that's the thing with it. Never thought of him as bloodthirsty. I really like the idea of it becoming a drive to kill everything on the island. Mm. And that's when I was overtaken by the island. That He found me, and I was... I had mentioned before, imagining Anep laying on his right side and then pushing himself off and the island not giving away. That was how I was found on the island. The ship pulled up... And I thought to myself, surely nobody's come to find me. Hmm. And the island wouldn't let go. The curse the curse was to kill everything on that island. Is the island trying to die? It seems that way. That's thank you. This is great. I like I like the context for this a lot. This is really cool. Yeah. Engie was obviously you're exactly what I'm looking for. <laughs> because how did how did Ng find you when you were fleeing from your people? How could you not? I mean, he probably saw me from a couple miles away and was like, "What the hell is that?" <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I think that's how it's just like I'm garish and I stand out in any crowd, basically. And I also I, I'm picturing Ukaz Kozakhed as tall uh, and like lean. Yes, but I would definitely stand, I think, above the other two of you. Um, I'm, that's gonna be my claim. 
as I think. I, I think so. I think yeah. very e- much. I, I saw. I saw you being, you know, like six five. Like yeah, just, very just tall, but like giant, real, like, fucking real, like, lean with real, you know, like yes. uh, yeah, because he's quick, um, and he's got yeah. that long reach, which is like considered good for their kind of combat. But uh, plus this massive plume on top of that, so like that's like <laughs> yeah. this big ass fucking bright red mane. Uh, so yeah. Very basketball player is kind of what I'm yeah. picturing. Like long legs and long arms and yeah. yeah uh, I'm I'm a, like hunched. I'm like a hunched dude. Yeah, I'm like man. maybe five eleven. <laughs> I yeah. re- I really like the, the, the You're way taller than me then. I'm probably like five five. Like <laughs> The nature the nature of your two both of your guys' getting picked up is that you were the only thing on the island. Whereas I I feel like Ukaz you had run to like another city or something and it was just like you just stood out in the masses right you were that you were <laughs> you were the singular thing that drew his eye yeah because uh, he didn't pick you up in your i assume he didn't pick you up in your native lands. no 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 if it was like a isolated no, i was place. probably long gone at that point um and had yeah. been traveling for a while with really no you know nowhere to go no intention just running uh i think yeah. in ng probably you know, swayed you with words of uh, great wars and the, I, you know, he, he probably did a lot of listening in the, in that well, particular case even, of what, yeah, you, what you, what's your that, story? I think, I think there's yeah. this idea that like, I don't, I don't really understand what war is like actual you're really, war. You're not very old either. I would no, imagine, right? no, 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 no. Oh, I like, it, I didn't realize this. How old do you think uh, Ukaz is? 20 seems the cap. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, like, he's he's literally designed to die. Like, they're all, they all yeah. die young. So, yeah, I mean, I, I would picture him at, at kind of right post-adolescence. There's a youthful exuberance-ness to him at this point. Now coming to, I think, like, the, 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 the most interesting, because I don't think that you have on the surface a reason to run away from your home country. You've talked about right. internal seeking. But, yeah, how did NG get a yeah. hold of you? I have an idea. I th- I have one too. But uh, is Ng Nathan? It's a slaver, and you were like, "Yeah, is that what he is?" I think more or less. Yeah, you're going. To, he's going to try and get you to be an indentured servitude to the crown. Okay. So I think he's put, he's positioning it like uh, you remember like League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, where he's like, right. "I'm gathering these right, great right, right. warriors," and it's like, "Yeah, to fight like you know a war that." Well, Ukaz and I probably don't need a whole lot of convincing. Convincing, yeah. it's like you're both ju- looking for a purpose. Me, well, it, it was gets like me direct- out of here. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. gonna yeah, say yeah. direction is good. I was turning into into soil. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You want to get off this island? Yeah. The the uh, I ha- Uka- the, or Ingi had leverage with both of you. Yeah. The met- he, the metaphor for me is like you know it was, I was growing moss. Right. It was. Yeah. But I think I think it's a it's a more complicated question. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you? You have a wife, yeah? She's dead. She's oh, passed away. She's that, passed. that is that is where my inroad with <laughs> with Bale. You know, I had an idea, but I think we we fled to a uh, a coastal region, and when she when when uh, Simona passed, Ng Ng like had landed ashore as I was carving her her gravestone and he saw me like you know some of it was do- done with hammer and chisel but other parts you know it was just me like pressing a finger into the stone and like that's how I did the inscripting are you like the Ben Kenobi of this area you know like people oh, people, in the near, people, people in the near I think people I were say. like telling him about uh, Bale. God damn it. Too sweet me again because like that's where I was going with this idea was just like NG is like a, a curio. He looks for strange things. If people were talking about, yeah, there's this old weird guy and he like, you know, can can meld stone and he's and he's just like, yeah, take me to that guy. He <laughs> yeah. lives alone. No friends. Great. Yeah. I'd love to talk to him. <laughs> no friends, you say. <laughs> yeah. No friend. No one in town even knows he's if he's really alive. Yeah. Go on. Uh, yes, please. <laughs> Up the road, you say. Yeah, and so I think it was less of uh, Bale being captured and more of, like, this is what NG came upon, was this scene of, like, in a clearing as he's carving this gravestone. And, you know, you said that there's he's gathering people specifically to help deal with 
the trouble in Paru. Ng Ng told you that there was great evil in Paru as soon oh, as yeah. you said. As soon as because obviously Ng, I I realize we're not role playing this, but you know we well, I kind of want to push a little bit forward. But like, do it. Yeah, it's it'll be fun. Just do it. Okay. Why not? That's a, I mean, no, you're not wrong. We're never going to have a traditional session zero ever. No, ever, yeah. <laughs> never. No one ever looked back at session zero and be like, I just need to figure out what it's like to set this thing up. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, for those listening at home, we're gonna we're gonna cut and do a, a little a little scene, and I'll yeah I'll I'll give the uh, audio quality of like it gets like soft fuzzy on the outside like it's in the past. Mister Vulma, your Wife is gone, and your purpose now in life is what? I promised her that I would leave this world a better place than I found it. I have not done much of that. And that is why I say, over these delicious beers, that perhaps you could come with me to Paru. There is trouble that the Empress needs help dealing with. A great evil rises within the landscape. I need great warriors such as yourself to calm it back down. What about me makes you think I'm a warrior? Though your hair may grow long, I can see the great phoenix that curls around the back of your ears and I see the gold underneath the surface of your skin. It's no metaphor that you're a hardened man now. I require people like you. Have you ever seen great evil before, Enji? <laughs> yes. I have been privy to great evils in my life. None such as Paru. The unrest within the villages. The death. The dead. There is much work to do across the sea. Something, and he gestures over, it was like a tombstone that you were crafting. Yeah, yeah. That your wife would be very proud of. I know nothing about defeating great evils. But perhaps I can do a few small good for these beleaguered folk. Paru, was it? Yes. I think, Mr. Valmar, that we are beginning the buds of a wonderful relationship. Should we see in there? I think that's kind of a nice, a yeah, nice little yeah. cutout. Oh, that, sounds, that sounds great. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Oh. Awesome. I'm glad we know how... Everyone got on this damn boat. I want to I wanna take a quick jump over to another question that kind of gets us out of that space and gets us thinking about Paru a little bit so then we can maybe have some connections. I wrote a little bit. Paru is a world of deep devotion to the point of fanaticism. To that point, gods, as many think of them, live amongst their people and garner their strength from their followers. There are many gods, all of different levels of power. Some of them have even, been, have even made their names across the sea. And then I've got three names, and I just want you to give me these gods' domain and an epithet, and tell me how their notoriety reached you. The character? Yes, I'm actually. I I, I was I was kind of interested in that. So I've got Kurako. That'll be for you, Nathan. Suwa for you, JD, and Benza for you, Nathan. Or for you, for you, Nathan again. For you, Ryan. Ah, yes, Kuriko, the drowned, one of the plains troglodytes, one of the watermen, wonderful domain over water. Years ago, when the Obesque River had gone and gotten itself all plugged up, he loosed it, widened it, made it the river it is today, the river that runs by my homeland, by Kapir. So he unplugged the river. He came. He came personally and released its flood. Yep. And he. And as I said, he he had he had widened widened the basin. Perhaps it is said anyway that he increased the 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 flow of the river. 
bringing life to the land of Kapir, which is just across the sea from Paru. Did he gain followers in your region from this action, or do people see it outside of him or talk about it, you know? Oh, he is the patron saint, even, mm, of Kapir. Awesome. He's not worshipped as a god, right, but he's, you know... He's a founding father. Sort of, of a sort. That's, yeah, exactly. Like that kind of, like, you know, exaltedness or whatever. Mm-hmm. He's mythified, not deified. Got or it. Like, got like it, got uh, it. Romulus and Remus. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's yeah, what I was yeah, thinking yeah, yeah. of, too, was the Aeneid. Yeah. Which I hadn't, I hadn't, it hadn't occurred to me before now. Kapir borders the river that runs into the sea, which, upon which Paru sits. Mm. Um, yeah. What's the name of the sea? Do we have a name? Oh, no. you don't have, you don't have a name? What's the name? The Mandul Sea. Mandul. How about that? The Mandul Sea. M-A-N-D-U-U-L. Suwa. Their domain is the horizon. They earned this fame because they circled the earth. Uh, And I heard about it because I met a traveler on my own travels. And then I was like, well, I can go meet this horizon. I love it. It, the way I, especially because it was spoken to you, I assume that it's, it's more like, simplistic so i don't think i even need like how they circled the earth like by oh ship yeah no it's, it's plane, pure yeah, like it's pure, it's pure like folk they, tale. they have seen yeah yeah it's it's yeah i like that a lot uh yeah so benza is the wanderer and their domain is pestilence or plague uh, one of the two and i heard about it because a faith healer from paru came to ka and was trying to thought that the was a a holy place visited by the wanderer because of the the curse on Ka. Did they try to heal? Yeah, because I think the the priests or whoever the people from Paru who worship it are actually healers. Mm. Right, they're not like people trying to spread plague. Well, it's, I fucking didn't know. Yeah, I, I mean, I was interested in that either way. I like the kind of Loki aspect of it, where it, he's playing a trick on us. It is a, it is a game. Yeah, he, and he I, asks us to fix it's it. It's the Wanderer because you know strangers bring disease traditionally, and especially the ancient world. So yeah, like wandering from village to village, spreading disease. But I like the idea of like, oh, the people who worship it are trying to fix it. Yeah, it's they're like trying a, to catch it, the Wanderer. It seems like a game. Yeah, yeah. it's it's that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <coughs> So yeah, the, the, those are some of the deities of this area, minor deities. It's worth noting that the most powerful deity in Paru, which you all would know based upon your travels together just on the ship that Inji has told you is that the Empress is the one who the right the one who is worshipped more than any other, that she is a living deity and also the, the controller of this whole place. I want to get into flags and bonds. I I would say the setup before this whole thing gets uh, gets going is that you guys have been on this ship for quite some time together. Like it it, it takes a little bit of time to travel across the great expanse of the sea. And if you guys want to have so, a little bit of RP to just like talk and things like that, I didn't have like a particular thing. I you know I just wanted to give you like you guys have been cramped up together on a ship, especially like I imagine these personalities would have at least. Uh, made themselves known to each other. I didn't actually have a plan for this, and now I was like, oh, God, like, traveling across the sea together with these three seems uh, interesting. All right, cool. Uh, then let's just talk about flags and bonds. Or do you guys need some time? No, we, no, we can. We no, can let's, I, let's talk them out. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Um, uh, as as far as, like, just because it's literally occurred to me while you're talking about RPing that Anapra is a metaphor for opium addiction is that he's... We talked about him like just being stuck growing moss, and I was like, "Oh, he's it's it's a big metaphor for opiates." But he <sighs> just he just ha- he just has he just sat on the sat on the t- wherever the hell he is the the holding cells. Are we are we are we free to move around? Oh yeah, you're free to move around. Okay, he's just sat wherever wherever the hell he found sunlight, and has sat there unmoving. Yeah, I. <laughs> I feel like NG hasn't even disturbed you. Like he's just kind of, yep, that's that works for me. <laughs> uh, GD, how does uh Ukas, how does he feel about magic in general? I mean, my first kind of thought is that I would view it as like a crutch almost. That like, hey, if the rest of society just lived its life properly, 
Like, if the rest of the world lived its life properly and made sacrifices to the gods, you would have no need to do any of this. So what, it like, why are you trying to manipulate your uh, world and yeah, you should yeah. just do it? Like, let the gods take care of it. Right. So I'd probably look down on it, but yeah. I don't, like, I don't, like, you know, I don't think it's, like, is evil. I just think it's, like, kind of, ch- like, it's cheap tricks when right. it should be. Because uh, a lot of the, the channeler's bonds are, like, I will make, or this person fears my power for good reason, or this, I will make this person respect my power. But I think I, I think I've got a bond for Ukes. Before, I mean, and we should go around later with everything. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But like what I've got, because I think the the monster hunters, at least, or mon- yeah, work really well for what we're talking about. Ukaz Kuzakad thinks they know true danger. We'll see. The tracks. Like that. That's pretty much your whole character also, which is like you, convenient. Bale must be careful lest they become a monster. Yep. Also your character. <laughs> yeah. I was like yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh sick. <laughs> Every once in a while. So here's what I'm thinking about for Ukaz Kozaked. Something like I will make U- Ukaz Kozaked see the world as it really is. Cause you said that it's he's like pretty isolated well, and, he's totally naive yeah uh and he's yeah, naive yeah yeah. He's, yeah i think what i would like you to stress on is what you've seen of gods what you've seen of power what you've seen of like powerful people in the area specifically ka specifically the empire well i think i, it's, think, I empire, think we could lean into this idea that like oh maybe i mean this could be my bond with you or something i was really like, th- our, thinking more about just our, his general naivety which which well, i agree with I, but i think uh, it's interesting that our homelands are opposite in the sense that, like, oh, yeah. my homeland is pristine, and your your yeah. homeland is destroyed. <laughs> yeah, and even before that, it was, like, shitty. Ka was a very pretty place around the top, but everywhere else was sort of like a post-industrial nightmare. It's kind of how we yes. very yeah. much portrayed it in other games. Well, and that's what I want to get at, is that, like, his, his, what, what Ukaz's idea of, like, power is, is, right, is right. naive. Is un unevaluated. Yeah, it comes. Yeah, from, it comes yeah, yeah. from and a society that's isolated, and has never, yeah, never right. been conquered, never known fear. And that, yeah. and that's that's kind of what I wanted wanted to get at. Not necessarily the gods, you know, but it's like you're a traveled person, and right. like his naivety is specific, and that's I think important to note. Your that that summary is correct. I'm not suggesting any correction to that. Just yeah, yeah, nuancing the idea that. Uh, mine are totally off script because I don't really like the skirmisher response. So this one, I think, plays into where I picture our dynamic going, Nathan. So <laughs> Anapra is cursed. So what? <laughs> with the, with the, I thought it was actually going to be being that. Like, so am I. I thought it was going to be something about me being ugly. No. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's interesting. I mean, yeah. my first one with you that I that I thought of was the idea that I was like, I will teach Anapra to embrace his curse. But yeah, I, we could go with a you, you, you so ugly. <laughs> It's um I don't disagree with that at all. I'm curious. I don't. I've never in- thought of Anep as the kind of person to really resent it. Is kind of the problem. Mm. That's mm, that's okay. an important part about this with mm. the with the heroin metaphor. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It's a it is a warm bath you sink okay. into. Uh, let me let me think then. My idea for my bond with Bale is that Bale wants to forget his past but that cannot be allowed. Like you can never escape your past, but like you shouldn't, you shouldn't. And it's bad to forget it. I like that. And it's also a really adolescent, like emo idea. Yeah. 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 Right? It's, it's yeah. like the kind of thing where you say, but it's like, you can never forget your past. And you're like, your past. Well, I think it's like, as we, short. as your we've past. talked about <laughs> yeah, yeah. who like Ukaz is and the fact that he's young and the fact that he's like cursed, but he's like, meh. I'm cursed. That's shitty. But what can you do? I've realized that it's it's Sex Pistols No Future, which is a super yeah. na- naive like worldview. That's the way that I view my curse, which is cool. Uh, yeah. So that's that's kind of. I don't know if it's necessarily phrased the way that I want it right now, but that's what I'm aiming for. So if you have suggestions on how to like yeah. rephrase that, I'm open to it. Say it again. Bale wants to forget his past, but that cannot be allowed. I don't think that. I think that's actually. Maybe doesn't need to be rephrased. Too I, yeah, much. the the thing that I really like that I'm hanging my hat on that light I really like about that is that it, it is not allowed. It's kind of a a monolithic kind yeah, of like yeah. statement that it it creates like that binary that again like we talk about the the aspects of how your understanding of the world works 
the fact that it, it can't that history cannot be it cannot be allowed is like so permissive in the way that it, it's like no it's either yes or it's no it's, there's no gray uh in this way and i i think that kind of goes along with your whole idea of like yeah i'm cursed cool it's, this is my existence so yeah i think that i think that has some legs to it so then maybe for on up raw it could be more um it could be something it well, could like be something with, with like toward personality wise it could be like a wisdom clash if that's what you're thinking but that was kind of, it was sounds gonna, like that's kind of what Bale and I are going for already with our bond. So I like maybe exactly. more that like you could learn something from youth, ironically, where like the idea that I am not having is that like Anapra tries to hide himself. Why? I think you could go more with Anapra is becoming his curse or something like that. Something something about identity being outside of. Well, it could also like I mean your your character has always been like inward because you're a librarian maybe. So it could be that, like, you are, I feel like you are clust, like, pulling yourself in even more so as this goes on, while my character is very, like, psh, like. Yeah, that, the more, the more I think about it, the more I really like this, this curse that I kind of arbitrarily chose, like, oh, this is just metaphor upon <laughs> metaphor for all of this. He's just. I'm going to teach you, you know, how to be the mold. germs. Yeah, uh, it's like, An- Anapra is stifling himself. I will teach him to plot, you know, be yeah that like yeah. maybe we some maybe we can grow some flowers on on it bra ha, that's um, it nope that's it because you're trying to like make me stand yeah. out i think it's like a really a really actionable thing and it's kind of funny i'm into it so you have your two your two ryan do you, you have your two uh yeah so uh i see the raw potential in in bra Mm-hmm. Just because you're turning into Earth, so there's that aspect of it, and also a sort of like potential for friendship. Hell yeah, yeah, because we're both old dudes. Yeah. So, yeah, we've also we're also pretty well traveled by now. Yeah, yeah. Everyone has theirs down. Do you do you guys have flags? I have well? no, I do not have a flag. Does anybody have flags? Uh, I think I have mine. So my first one is uh, great, and I'm keeping it. So fuck you if you don't like it. Point out something loud so I can obtain it. Oh, man, that's great. Yeah, and it doesn't—it doesn't, it doesn't uh, mean yeah, volume yeah. loud. Super right? actionable. Like garish. Uh, yeah, 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 No, yeah, we yeah. knew. Yeah, Ga- cool. garish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, garish. but I like loud because it also could be something that's actually loud. So loud All works right, in both ways, mind. right? While garish, yeah, 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 I always think of just like bright and colorful. Yeah, yeah. well, that's but yes, okay. loud, loud yeah, also literally works. Walk- I literally make noise when I walk and stuff. I'm really fucking annoying. Yeah, I didn't say it. And I think my other one is like uh, express horror at the ways of my people, but I could also be disbelief. Yeah, I, I, but what I'm really going for is like shock or like um, disgust. Yeah, disdain maybe. Do you want you want it you want it disdain or disgust? You want it yes. negative though yes. specifically, right? Yeah, because yeah. I think that the my the the way of my life of my people is that it's beautiful and correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it prompts, and a, it conversation prompts a conversation that you want to have. Right. That you want to have a half. Yeah, I th- I think that's great. Yeah, you're just doing like right like yeah, one hundred percent. So personality-wise, Anup Ra is a, a curious but perhaps a lazy person, prone to giving in to his fate. Do I want you guys to indulge that or work against that? Are you guys more interested in indulging that or working against that? I'm just working through because I don't actually have an idea for what my flags want to be, but it's like this is how flags work. It's like personality one. Yeah. The personality one is like he's lazy. Like I mean, he didn't <laughs> he he wouldn't he wouldn't leave the library when we right right. Uh, it could be um, try to try to try to get me to be active so I can rebuke you. Goad me into action so that I may rebuke. Yes, push me into action. Push me to action so I can be lazy. <laughs> Basically, yeah, I like exactly. I like yeah, that yeah, yeah, a lot. Yeah. I think that's all great. Yeah, can't wait for this to actually be some, a a flag that you hit just because Anna Bra is like lagging behind in a in a combat, <laughs> and it's just like. Like, come on, and come up, on, and up, keep up. And up, like, we're going like, to die. You know and he's like, "Fuck yeah. you," and just sits down. Well, and like at every point like that, the 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 earth's gonna like extend toward the earth, toward the ground, and like start growing into the into the soil. Yeah, you know, one hundred percent. Yeah, it's that. That's, God, I love this. Yeah. This is weird. This worked out really f- uh, serendipitously. Yeah, Ser- serendipitously. Um, what a monster slayer one. I don't want. You want one for your monster slayer? Yeah, because I don't want the whole "give me the kill" thing. Yeah, 
I don't want to focus on the trophies, even though I think the trophies are the best part of this class. What if it's like, because uh, you're a, a librarian, right? And part of that is collect- collecting. And I was just going to say. It's like help expand my collection of rare dead creatures. Uh, I was thinking um, find find me lore on the area's monsters or something like that. Tell me stories of the area's monsters so I can add them to my monstrum. My grimoire. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't mind it. Tell me stories of your monsters, so I may add them to my monstrum. Yeah, and yeah, enlighten me with stories of your monsters. Yeah, yeah, enlighten fun. me with stories of your monsters. I like that a lot. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. I this is a weird character because the the slayer, the monster slayer, monster hunter is supposed to be like a you know a, a bloodthirsty and unap- ap- actively is not. He's curious. Yeah, but he's like a you're like a dude who collects butterflies to stab into your collection. Yeah. Cool. So we have yours. We have yours. Raga. Yeah. So I don't think I'm gonna do a channeler one. <laughs> okay. That makes um, sense. I didn't really do a skirmisher one. So. Yeah. Yeah. So my first one is uh, drag me into situations where I could fall back into my old ways. The other one that I have. So this is what I have right now. Uh, challenge me on what I consider wisdom, but what I will. I'm more interested in is the fact that he's like one of these old guys who's full of like fucking farmer's almanac sort of like inanities and yeah so I think it's more something of like putting up with his put up with my wives tales indulge my 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 thought was like something more along the lines of like indulge indulge my little lectures but i don't because uh, a, a lot of the like where i started with this was some of the like itinerant priest character tropes you know of like like shepherd book <laughs> where it's like oh yeah he's actually like might know what he's talking about but he's also a crazy old dude endear my folk remedies indulge my folk remedies oh, it's endear <laughs> Endure's better. Oh, yeah. endure. I bet you said endure. Oh, endure. Oh, yeah. Endure. I bet you said endure. 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 My en- endure. Just, just stand, just stand on this metal, this metal bucket, on one leg. Yeah, more of like. Uh, but also, if I may, for that one specifically, should we go in the opposite direction and have the belittle my full calamities or whatever because like that creates the scene if yeah, they just yeah. sit and nod then it doesn't create like a scene and I assume yeah. you don't just want to lecture at Nathan maybe or maybe something like challenge my folkiness yeah I think yeah that challenge, works for challenge my folk too. wisdom yeah, yeah. I'll, oh I'll, there we go yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah I think that's great because you'll be like shut up old man and I'll be like well, that's not quite what I've found <laughs> exactly right like there's so many ways you can hit that and then you can have a really good scene and I think that's actually really sweet yeah and I think that's it yeah I had yeah, a yeah again cool. yeah. I like both of those yeah that that one just is like a bunch of scenes anytime right? yeah, yeah yeah all right summing it all up let's just go around hit all these mostly for my notes but also for your notes right uh, bonds and flags, uh, and a para. Start us off with your bonds. So the bonds that I have, I'm pretty happy with the Monster Hunters bonds, at least for the game that we're playing. Ukaz Kuzaked thinks they know true danger. We'll see. And Bale must be careful lest they become a monster. Both of these are pretty well within the wheelhouse of what you guys are thinking about for the base of your character, and we can really expand on that uh, when they change, and I can engage with it pretty actively. You want me to do my flags, too? And my flags. I think I had we had a more cogent uh, way to represent this, but tell me tales of your monsters to add to my monstrum. I want you guys to tell me stories so that I can add them to my... Well, I'm a librarian, my list of monsters. My other one is push me to action so I can be lazy. Anap Rai is literally growing moss. He is becoming part of the hillside. He wants, physically speaking, to lay down and become part of the earth. The, should we go straight to Ryan? or So Bale's bonds are... Uh, I see the raw potential in Anap Rai just because he's slowly turning into earth. It's a pun. And yeah. yeah, it's a pun and it also rhymes and uh also the a, a budding friendship of like we're we're both well traveled 
and older. And then uh, I will open Ukaz Kozaked's eyes to the true ways of the world because he's naive, and I think I'm super wise. So, yeah, that one kind of wrote itself. My flags are drag me into situations where I could fall back into my old ways and uh, challenge my folk wisdom. All right, Ukaz. All right, so Ukaz Kozakhed's bonds. I think the Bale wants to forget his past, but that cannot be allowed. And then my bond with Anap Ra is maybe we can grow some flowers on Anap Ra. Okay, uh, and then for my flags, my first one is point out something loud so I can obtain it. And the other one is express disdain for the ways of my people. Fantastic. Uh, I'm super excited about this. I feel like these guys are gonna all come together in a really yeah, tight, cool be a way. Good group dynamic. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And uh, with that, I think we're gonna come to the close of the opening session. And when we come back, we will open on a nice and busy rumbling scene. <laughs> Fuck, now I gotta pick something else. <laughs> what, Mandul? No, that's it's good. It's good. It's not I'm just man, an idiot. It's not Mando. <laughs> like, if it was the Mando CEO's, all right, we can't do that. <laughs> Although, again, this, well, no, this uh, this show will probably come out when the, when second, the second season, season <laughs> is coming out. <laughs> God damn it. It's uh, probably good still. Yeah, Mandul.